Welcome to the Minimal Nerd Podcast, where we discuss tech news and everything nerdy. I'm your host, Zach Akbal. Let's go. One, two, go ahead. Hey guys, this is another episode of the Mitchell Millennial X Nerdist Podcast uh, here for you guys. We're available on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, Pocket Casts, SoundCloud, uh, Spotify, all the places that you would normally go for podcasts. Today, we're going to hit you guys with a little bit of news, a little bit of uh, pontification, and we'll talk about the upcoming OnePlus smartwatch. And then we are going to end the episode talking about the USB-C power delivery standard and how that could possibly affect a ton of smartphones moving into 2021. And on top of that, how manufacturers using their own silicone could really affect this in regards to compatibility for the next generation of smartphones. So Zach, yeah. uh, let's go over some news. Let's, let's, mm-hmm. let's, let's, let's get going. All right. So let's start first with the, uh, so should we do the OnePlus first, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, we got some leaks. So this is uh, not really official. The official announcement mm-hmm. was uh, just a teaser for the smart uh, band. Then mm-hmm. there is a confirmation for the smartwatch coming this month with from the CEO of OnePlus. And what we've seen so far is uh, it's almost like a similar clone to Xiaomi uh, Mi Band 5. You're familiar mm-hmm. with that one, right? Yeah. It's what I'm wearing right now. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. So, what's what's your impression about that before we move so, on? So, so at least uh, in regards to the Mi Band competitor, mm-hmm. the thing about the Mi Band is that now we're on the fifth generation of products, right? Mm-hmm. And although Oppo, BBK, they have other smart fitness trackers, mm-hmm. I think the area that xiaomi really has a leg up in regards to this is the fact that this is the fifth generation of fitness tracker um in regards to smart watches i am not a big smartwatch fan i was an early adopter of the moto 360 but how do you feel about smart watches and like kind of wearable tech in general yeah, so I've been doing a lot of research like uh, at the end of uh, 2020, like November, December to get a smartwatch mm-hmm. for my OnePlus 8 Pro. And I was really confused between uh, Wear OS and the uh, the Samsung OS, what they call it. Uh, uh, Harman? No. Har- no, no. Uh, I think it's... That uh, Harmony is a Tizen. Huawei. Tizen. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there are a lot of, um, you know, OSs when it comes to Android smartwatches. And uh, I was looking forward to getting something with Wear OS. But then I did uh, a bit of research and I found out that most of the things that I really care about, like Spotify, um, you know, offline playing and all this kind of stuff is not actually that well, uh, you know, uh, developed on uh, Wear OS. Like the problem with Wear OS is like, it's almost like um, it seems that Google is like two years behind the competition when it comes to software implementation and what 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 kind of things you can do on your smartwatch. So I want to wear OS, but it's not there yet, if that makes sense. Well, like, okay, so I had the Moto 360 back like four years ago, and that was like one of the first smart 
wearable devices. And like the issue that I had with it was not the hardware because the hardware was good hardware and mm -hmm. Android OEMs are totally capable of making good hardware. The problem is that when we have a platform where developers are not actively optimizing and actively trying to get more functionality out of the hardware, unfortunately, what we're left with is really, really good hardware that doesn't have a ton of functionality, or if it does have that functionality, it's very clunky in the user experience. Yeah, and one one of the bigger like the biggest thing that kind of turned me off from buying a Wear OS device was the lag. I mean, um, there was the Snapdragon four thousand series that came mm -hmm. last year, which was an upgrade over the three thousand and the two thousand one because they, uh, you know, Qualcomm yeah. just kept recycling the same process, the same mm -hmm. system on a chip for many years. And Apple, of course, was way wow. ahead in terms of the uh, the performance on their smartwatch, the Apple Watch. And I was like, maybe I should wait a bit uh, before buying uh, older generation kind of, I mean, th th that's a problem. Like the smartwatches that came this year were, you know, newer hardware, but the processor, the system on a chip was like two, three years, you know, behind. So I was like, should I wait? That's the confusion, right? Should I wait for the 4000 series? Mm. The TicWatch Pro 3, that's the one that got the first uh, Snapdragon 4000. And mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, maybe I will get that for sure. But then I got the, the you know, the teasers or the announcement that OnePlus is going to release a smartphone. So I said, maybe I should wait two months. Uh, I'm not like, I'm not that like, you know, uh, rushing for getting a smartwatch now. I can wait for two months. Like, it's not a right. But me. so... So, so this, yeah. so there's, there's kind of a, a reason now, as I take off my Mi Band 5 to give you an example, mm -hmm. um, I actually have kind of a specific reason why I'm like, not anti-smartwatch, but I guess you could say for, for lack of a better term, um, anti-smartwatch, right? And that is that with, uh, with the Mi Band, right? It's mm -hmm. small enough that I don't really care if I wear it to bed, right? Okay. It's it's really not that big of a deal to me. Um, it I I'm 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 totally fine to like wear to wear this at all times. Because of that, mm -hmm. I get more data in regards to sleep, right? And like what my habit has been lately is when I go and I hop in the shower, I take my Mi Band off. And I put it on the charger and then it tops up maybe five or 10%, right? Mm -hmm. Because I'm in the shower for 10, 15 minutes while I get ready to go for the day. Um, and then the Mi Band stays on for the rest of the time. I wear a mechanical watch. This is one of my mechanical watches. It's a Seiko 5 with a little expose back because I like to have a mechanical item on my person, right? Like you can see the, little, yeah. right? I, I like that, <laughs> that's, that's my nerdy, one. that's that's the thing I like. When I had a smartwatch before, either I would have to charge it at night, mm -hmm. right? To have it in the day, or I would have to plan my charging schedule around times that I wasn't active, okay. right? And so it, added an extra layer in between the usage of it mm -hmm. and 
the the it was just like one more barrier for me to not want to use it. And so combining that kind of barrier to entry with the fact that it's bigger and I didn't want to sleep in it mm -hmm. ultimately meant for me that I wasn't getting sleep data. And for like the last three or four days at the gym, I have had like not that good of gym workouts. And then I checked my sleep on my app and I saw that I was normally I try to get seven and a half, eight hours of sleep. The last couple of nights I was getting six and a half to seven hours of sleep. Last night I got over seven and a half hours of sleep, woke up this morning, felt great. And I can attribute that to having that extra data mm -hmm. for my sleep tracking. Okay. Yeah, I see, and I I think see that's exactly where you're coming from. Like uh, the, the problem is the battery, right? So if there was a way to especially for the smart watches right the smart bands they have ba battery, battery battery and size it's yeah. battery and size so but you're talking specifically about the smart watch not the smart band right because they have right, right. And, and right and the size of the smart watch i don't necessarily want to sleep in my smart watch i don't want to get yeah. like yeah yeah me too like uh, sometimes you kind of like you know move around in your bed while you're sleeping and maybe you're gonna you know uh pull something off or yeah it's not a cuffed-up experience right yeah yeah. So, um, yeah, like the, the reason I was I was looking into like Wear OS is because the integration I was expecting between uh, my Android device, the OnePlus 8 Pro and maybe Wear and OS, but especially Google Assistant, because I use it actually daily. It's my my real assistant in a way. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, so I was looking forward to those kind of things. But when I did my research, it seems that Google is really lacking behind when it comes to software development for Wear OS. Mm -hmm. And it seems that Samsung and other manufacturers are, you know, uh, doing better than than uh, than Google when it comes to developing smartwatches, OSs. And here's and, the thing: and, the uh, mm -hmm. what we know so far about the OnePlus smartwatch is that it's going to be Wear OS based, but it's going to be uh, optimized by smart by uh, OnePlus for extra features and stuff. So. I don't know what that exactly means. I don't know if you, uh, if the same as the Xiaomi, the, the Xiaomi uh, watch, the, the one that was released in India, the Mi Watch, mm -hmm. I guess. Was mm -hmm. it Wear OS or Xiaomi software? It's it's uh, it's MIUI for watch based on Wear OS. So that's it. That's maybe the the same approach that OnePlus is gonna go for. Mm -hmm. So that's so what they said. Yeah. I don't know. I I want to know what the viewers think. If yeah. if by and large. Like the viewers are smartwatch people or not? Yeah, and what watch would you guys, you know, pick uh, in January of this year? Like we have a lot of choices. Like I said, we have mm -hmm. OnePlus coming now. We have the Mi Watch from Xiaomi, Samsung Watch. Uh, we have Apple. and now Xiaomi and Xiaomi introduced a Mi Watch Lite too, which was like a a, a Mi Watch with that was cheaper also you can get yeah. you can get all that stuff here in vietnam was it was it the one with the less features right like the spo2 blood saturation monitoring it was yeah. not included Something i like think that. so okay for so me, anyway, for just, me... Just let, let me get over mm -hmm. yeah okay let me get over like the what we know so far about the oneplus band which is rumored to be launching in uh, january 11th which is how many days like three days from now right yeah so yeah so we're talking about uh, you can see my screen right yeah yeah so let me zoom in so we're talking about 24 7 heart rate monitoring spo2 blood saturation which kind of got introduced in a way by the uh, smart by the apple watch series 6 we have sleep tracking 
uh, 1.1 inch touch AMOLED display, 14 days of battery life and IP68 rating and 13 exercise mode. That's kind of seems a bit low, but let's see what kind of exercises we have here. Now the thing like when I go to the gym, I, I like to do my squats, my deadlifts and stuff like that. And when I was wearing the, uh, the like for only like five days, I was wearing the, uh, what was it? The Samsung uh, Active 2, the Samsung Watch mm -hmm. Active 2. And it was horrible when it comes to tracking my movement. So it's almost like a distraction instead of helping me with, you know, doing my deadlift. So I, I try to go down and go up and it doesn't actually track my sets in a way. And I don't know if it was a faulty kind of, you know, a hardware thing or with that active too. But researching online, it seems that a lot of watches are not as good as the Apple Watch when it comes to tracking your movement. I don't know about you. How, how do you feel about that? I, I mean, like for Xiaomi, it just has like a, Xiaomi just has like their their freestyle fitness mode for working out at the gym. Mm -hmm. So it, it's not it's not exercise specific. It's just like weightlifting and it tracks your heart rate and your movement and stuff like that. And um, for me, having like the the small notifications usually is enough for me to know if I want to look at my watch or look at my phone or not. Mm -hmm. Right. And and the thing is, is to me, that's enough. Right. Like, okay. and I don't really want anything more. Okay. So, so yeah, let's move on. That's, that's, that's kind of all I have to say really about, about. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking wearable. forward for the smartwatch, to be honest, more than the, the, the OnePlus band. Cause if, no. if I'm doing exercises with my smartwatch and I also want to have some assistant features, it's better to get the bigger version in a sense, but yeah, I have to wait and see because, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm maybe mm. like you in a, uh, in a way uh, concerning not sleeping with my watch and all this kind of stuff. But yeah, I, I'm still, I want to try like, um, like a smartwatch based on Wear OS for at least four months. And then I can have my clear opinion about whether I actually like smart, smart watches or not, because so far I've been trying, uh, you know, Apple watch or like the Samsung one only for a couple of days. So I never had this experience mm -hmm. with, uh, you know, long time users. So I want to see how is that going to make me feel about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 now this is I'm going on year three of having a smart of having a of having a Mi Band. I've had the Mi Band three, four, and five now, mm -hmm. and I, I I really like them. Uh, okay, to okay. to kind of shift gears here and move on to one of the next subjects or the next pieces of news. Yeah. Last podcast. We talked a lot about the Xiaomi Mi 11, and we had very, very little information about that was provided camera. by Xiaomi. Yeah, and we had a couple of questions in regards to like batteries and stuff like that, and and a few other things. So first, the thing I want to clear up is that the sensor that the Xiaomi Mi 11 is using mm -hmm. is the same 108 megapixel sensor that's on the Xiaomi Mi 10. Mm -hmm. It is. It is the four into one pixel binning. Uh, the camera sensor module itself is the same, right? Mm -hmm. um, there's there's no no difference in that. The exact um, same sensor, right? Okay. It's and that sensor is from the Xiaomi Mi Note 10 Pro, which mm -hmm. is over a year and a half old now. Wow. I reviewed it on my channel. Great camera, but it's old. And one of the kind of more disappointing things mm -hmm. about that 
is that on the Xiaomi Mi 10i, which just launched in India, mm -hmm. uh, that has the newer generation of the Samsung uh, 108 megapixel sensor that was on the S20 Ultra. So in regards to just pure sensor stuff, the Mi 10i, Redmi Note 9 Pro 5G, mm. has a newer, better, cam. better camera than Xiaomi's newest flagship device, which I don't want to harp on this for a while. <laughs> we already did that, right, in the first episode. We, we did that a lot. But the thing, the thing that makes Apple and the iPhone stuff, like, great mm -hmm. is that, like, the iPhone 12, right, mm -hmm. has the same cameras as the iPhone 12 Pro, not the 12 Pro Max. Like, those yeah. are the same cameras, same hardware and stuff like that, right? And they're giving it to you at the lower price. And with Xiaomi... Same with the, same with the 12 Mini as well. Right, 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 exactly. All of them, yeah. And with Xiaomi, it's not like that. Because obviously, the Mi 11 Pro and the Mi 11 Ultra or the Mi 11 Pro Plus, right, mm -hmm. are going to have different main sensors. Or I would, I'm going to assume that they're going to have different main sensors because they wouldn't do that. So it's one of these things where they, it might be that they're going to give you the 108 megapixel newer generation, the one that's in the Xiaomi Mi 10i, because they can save money on bulk ordering from Samsung on those sensors, right? Add optical image stabilization and then put that, and then they can say that the Mi 10 or the Mi 11 and the Mi 11 Pro both have 108 megapixel cameras, but really it's just more deceptive marketing. Yeah. What, what do you think about the rumors of um, the Mi 11 Pro will have better cameras now? Is that something that it's, uh, intrigues your interest in a way? For yeah, I, I mean, I mean, now, like, like, I this is this is made it really clear to me that the Mi Eleven is just it's not an upgrade mm -hmm. in ninety percent of the things I care about uh, to the Mi Ten. So um, it seems that the Mi Eleven Pro, if if it's uh, if it's gonna come, will be what mm -hmm. the Mi Eleven should have been, right? Yeah, you know, or at least in regards to like just baseline camera hardware, mm -hmm. like yeah. Um, and I'm fine. Like I would have been fine if they had not included the the super telephoto camera. It's just it's just I I have an idea of how Xiaomi's going to market it, and it's going to be a kind of deceptive. Okay. I just with how with how I feel. Uh, the next thing that okay. we that we didn't know about was the Mi 11 battery. If it had the split batteries, it does have the split batteries, mm -hmm. uh, and so it will be USB-C power delivery compatible. Uh, and this is going to kind of talk. This is going to to change the subject for us to, to USB-C power charge. delivery. Yeah, Quick Charge yeah. Five, right? So Qualcomm Quick Charge Five, uh, it is. Well, first of all, how does the quick charging of your OnePlus 8 Pro, how does that change the way you use it? Um, it changed a lot because uh, just uh, now before I start this podcast, I was with my girlfriend in the rooftop. We were doing some TikTok, you know, videos for her, you know, account. And my phone before going up was uh, about like 20%. I put it on the wireless charger. After like 10 minutes, it was already at like 56%. So... 
It just you're you're no you're no longer thinking about having to put time. Exactly, on it's, it's it's a big it's it's a it's a big deal because like uh, I still have the you know the iPhone 6s Plus, and mm-hmm. sometimes uh, you know if I want to take it out, I have to think about that. And if I didn't charge it like overnight, I just forget about it, just leave it at home. So I don't like in terms of charging like with the OnePlus 8 Pro, I I really appreciate the fast wireless charging, which is also interesting because i don't use uh, i i never put the the wire to my oneplus 8 pro still i i still have it in the box i didn't really never, yeah i never i never got to use it like why would i use it like it's just how how, how does, it, does your device get warm when you are um it, a little bit but but they actually have a fan inside of the wireless charger like, yeah so and that's and what Xiaomi does Okay, and it gets a little bit warm, but it's not that kind of crazy, like, oh my God, this is gonna explode or something. It's just a bit warm. We live in a hot country as well, so you have to, you know, count that. Take, so the, I, I, you and I have never talked about this, but mm-hmm. I use these MagSafe cables. Oh, cool. Those are- Basius. Basius. Okay, Basius, okay. And you can actually get them with, you can actually get the proprietary cables needed Mm-hmm. for SuperVOOC if you wanted to use them on your OnePlus. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I've, I've had these things for a while and I love them. But, uh, I, but I to... the, the, the OnePlus actually comes with the, uh, that's the intriguing thing. It comes with the same speed of wireless charging as the wired charging. So why would you use a wired charger? You know what I mean? It's uh, 30 watts. No, the OnePlus 8 Pro is 50. For the wired one, yeah. Are you sure? One sec. I'm almost positive it's 50 watts. Uh, okay, because I never use it. So, <laughs> I know for a fact it's faster. Okay. And it's the it's no, super it's, it's it's 30 watt. For really? Bo- yeah, yeah. I, I yeah, because I remember while doing the review. Yeah, so it's the same oh. for both speed for both things like wireless or wired. So why would you use wired anyway if you don't need? Like there's no incentive to, you know, it's not to have faster speed or something. So, um, as well, especially right now in the winter time, at least. For and by the way, I, I, like, yeah, like, like the, the last time I, I plugged my phone to a computer was when I like tried to upload some pictures from my phone to my computer stuff. But mm-hmm. now with the, with the windows 10, you can actually have uh, the nearby share, right? Nearby share, and also there's Bluetooth stuff, so you can see what's happening on your phone without using any wired wires, and mm-hmm. it's it's very convenient for me so far. That's why. Yeah, I- Xiaomi. Xiaomi now has their MIUI Plus for desktop. I have it installed. I haven't opened it yet because it's all mm-hmm. in Chinese, um, but that's part of the MIUI 12.5, which I've been beta testing. And okay. But just, just uh, yes. so so you guys keep this in mind, uh, the, the Windows 10 feature is called phone app and mm-hmm. it only works with like uh, photos and messages and calling. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes I, I have a call with a grab uh, delivery and I answer the call on my desktop, which is kind of mm-hmm. convenient. And my phone is charging over there. And this is only for Android devices that are not Samsung. If you have a Samsung device, you can actually... Mm-hmm get more, which is you can run Android apps on Windows 10. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's a partnership between Microsoft and Samsung. So just to clarify, right. clarify that, yeah. Um, okay, but okay. Back, back to charging, which charge we, phone, we, we, yeah. we uh, quick, quick charge 5.0. Um, so uh, we had talked about quick charge before, but 
in essence, Quick Charge 5.0 is essentially a transistor or it's a way for the phone to split power. Mm -hmm. It's got two cell support. And so on your one USB cable, you get your one, you get your one, uh, think of it as like a, a one, a one lane street of power. Mm -hmm. And then on the chip, it splits that power into two separate streams for each battery cell. Mm -hmm. It is the same principle as BBK and SuperVOOC and what you have, except BBK splits it at the charging hub, not on the device. Uh, so that the device stays cooler, okay. right? Yeah. The, the, the problem is that you need proprietary cables for SuperVOOC. So if it if you have a vivo OnePlus, oppo realme device you mm -hmm. need specific cables that have that second lane mm -hmm. right for power um and qualcomm was like we can use a protocol already in place being USB-C power delivery and add features to that on device. So the Xiaomi uh, Mi 11 and a lot of other devices are not shipping with chargers, right? Okay. And kind of one of the, the, the reasons that they talk about is all of this digital waste. And I'm looking for my charger, uh, but it's, it's essentially digital waste. Um, the, the reality of it with this digital waste thing is that we're only going to have quick charge five compatibility with these devices that use Qualcomm chips. And that kind of brings us into the next piece of news that we have. Mm -hmm. Well, before we, before we touch on that, um, a lot of companies use USB-C power delivery, right? A lot of laptops use it, laptops with Intel use it. Um, and now uh, USB-C uh, USB or USB Gen 3.2, mm -hmm. which is the same connector, not Thunderbolt, will also support power delivery. Um, and USB-C in general does. Uh, Apple was the first company to make this a standard across their laptops. With the MacBooks, right? Right. The new iPhone to utilize the magnetic charger and to charge your iPhone at 15 watts, mm -hmm. you have to buy Apple's proprietary USB-C charger. Even though it's a lightning, right? No, just their wall plug to ah, utilize okay. their fast. You okay. have to buy their. You have to buy their freaking brick. That's forty dollars. Wow. Even though it's just a US, even though it's just a USB-C power delivery brick. Why make it proprietary? Like I, I thought for the lightning, maybe yeah, it makes sense, but it's weird. It's Apple. Yeah, that's the answer. <laughs> I, I apparently I, I and I I could be wrong, but from mm -hmm. I, I've done a bit of research and the people that are trying to use uh, their MagSafe chargers with USB-C power delivery 
they're only getting 7.5 watts of chi charging. Okay. Not the full 15. Yeah, like by the way, like when I tried the the iPhone 12 Pro Max on the OnePlus mm -hmm. uh, wireless charger, and it was going so slow. So basically, maybe five watts or less. Uh, for that, it's going to be a maximum of seven point five watts. Yeah, maybe uh, seven point five because so slow. It's so slow. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of a bummer, right? Because like Apple pioneered this, and mm -hmm. on top of that, uh with like the the macbook pro 16 utilizes a 96 watt charger mm -hmm. right but the next generation with the m1x chip that might only need like 30 watts which would be one third of what the current generation macbook pro needs yeah which is why they have the ability now to increase the battery size inside uh 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 no it's the same battery size but it but the power draw because, yeah is... because of the efficiency of the M1. yeah yeah the the, the the physical battery is the same size yeah the same size it, maybe. Yeah. yeah but the battery life has like doubled because it's drawing sorry I, 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 maybe i said battery I, I meant the battery life yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, I i understood what you said but it wasn't yeah, yeah. Not my mistake okay um, yeah, anyways, I have a question about this. So I'm looking now at this, uh, you know, web, mm -hmm. uh, Qu Quick Charge 5 from Qualcomm website. Mm -hmm. And they're talking about like uh, one, 100 watts plus charging power mm -hmm. with dual charge technology. So is this mm -hmm. going to be basically only for wire wired charging or can also be applied to wireless charging? So. Because it's, it's based the, on USB-C, right? Right, right. Well, it's based on the USB-C power delivery protocol. Like you yeah. have to be very specific on because USB-C is the connector type. The power delivery yeah, yeah. protocol is the way the devices communicate. BD. Um, right, right. Exactly. Yeah. For So right now, the universal standard for wireless charging is the Qi wireless charging standard, mm -hmm. right? Um, Which and Apple uses, by the way. Apple... Well, all devices with wireless charging are Qi wireless Qi charging. based, yes. Right. Um, or they're compatible with it. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't mean that there are different standards, proprietary standards within that, right? You have a 30-watt charger. Xiaomi has a 55-watt wireless charger um, for their device. And the Xiaomi 55-watt wireless charger for the Mi 10 Ultra does the same thing of, uh, I don't know if it's, it, it, it would have to split the, well, it would, it would work mm -hmm. because the power is being split on the CPU. It's the Mi 10 Ultra. So the Mi 10 Ultra supports 55 watt fast wireless charging. It's not Qi wireless charging, but it is transmitting just like a normal 50 watts over the wireless uh over the the wireless signal i guess and then on the device it's splitting that into the two separate lanes for the two battery cells so okay but uh, but the, the, sorry the the mi 10 ultra also supports 120 watt wired charging so that's interesting so sort of okay because there's been a lot of independent tests and the mi 10 ultra isn't actually drawing 120 watts it's actually drawing 80 watts again okay 
like these were independent reviews. And again, this is more Xiaomi not being honest with their marketing. Mm -hmm. That said, the current USB-C power delivery protocol maxes out at 100 watts. Okay. So the fact that Xiaomi was advertising 120 watts was like, people were kind of like, how? How did you do it? Yeah. How are you doing that? And then probably when it was just tested, to, yeah, for the marketing to keep everything at 120. Because I, I remember the Mi 10 Ultra was about 120, everything like 120, yeah. zoom, right? 120 wireless uh, screen. 120, yeah. So just a marketing uh, move or. Trip. But, but so, so, but the cool, the cool thing about the Mi 10 Ultra. Yes. Hello? Is that the charger they gave you in the you, you you cut in by the way? Yo. Hello? Hello. Yeah, yeah, I can hear you, but you, you froze for like two seconds or three. Oh, okay. So back to what I was saying about the you, you the, were the yeah, yeah I'm I'm gonna edit it. So you're gonna just start with start from the cool yeah. the cool thing about the Mi 10 Ultra. So go one, two, so, three. So the really cool thing about the Mi 10 Ultra and uh, the Mi 10 Ultra charging is that the charger that Xiaomi included in the box with the Mi 10 Ultra um, actually supported 100 watt USB-C power delivery, if I recall correctly. I'm almost positive on that. So you could actually use that. Like I, my, I could charge my Dell XPS 15, right? With that 100 watt power delivery charger, you could charge your MacBook with it. And it was... Um, it was like a, a, a decent size, not huge, right? But like, it's it's cool that we're getting this added functionality um, out of manufacturers adopting the power delivery protocol. Um, and it makes us, to, to wrap this up, okay. um, the custom silicone race that's happening right now, we, right? Because uh, yeah. let, let's, let's, with, let's talk about that. Like just for people who don't know what's, What's going on so we have apple with the m1 we have samsung with their own ship maybe coming exynos year. uh the 2100 series exynos processor with the samsung we, ha we have uh, amd maybe going with apus uh, we we heard right. some rumors about now they already did something great with their desktop cpus but now we we mm -hmm. hear more rumors about apus from amd maybe even from mobile because they actually you know partnering they're doing a partnership with samsung for their gpu mm -hmm on the on the exynos uh, you know mm -hmm. system on a ship and then what else we have uh our uh, nvidia, nvidia yeah nvidia both nvidia arms. with arm we might see and then we also have uh and then like what's going on with huawei right now and the kirin chip is like yeah. really interesting because they have a big surplus of these kirin chips and so um the the last piece of news is that there's been a bunch of benchmarks on the snapdragon 888 I don't know if you've read about this or not, but the yeah, Snapdragon 888 is actually drawing something like 30 to 50% more power. It was some crazy number, but the Snapdragon 888 is consuming significantly more power than the Snapdragon 6, Snapdragon 865. But it's only getting you like 10 or 15%, 10 or was it 20% performance increase? right um which has a lot of people asking 
are we going to have a Snapdragon 875 that Qualcomm releases that's back down to the more power efficient SOC? Mm-hmm. Um, probably because if, yeah, if the problem is with, with, with efficiency, like you said, then uh, we might see, uh, uh, wait, wait a second. Like uh, I think yesterday Qualcomm announced the 4,000 series, right? Yeah, 400 series. Uh, but that's yeah, that's, that's different from For, uh, that's their bottom tier. Yeah, that that's the lowest of the lowest end. Eight 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 power. Yeah, so hold on a second. I'm looking this up right now. And what 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 people say in here is that like the Snapdragon uh, eight hundred eighty eight mm-hmm. has excellent like excellent power consumption. Yeah, it look it looks like there's been a bunch more tests mm-hmm. and a bunch more like benchmarks, and maybe it's not drawing as much power as people think. Yeah, especially I mean, with the Mi Eleven now, they can test. So yeah, I I, I mean, re- regardless of it, I think that the bigger conversation that people need to be having now mm-hmm. is performance per watt. Okay. Like. As as in like, it's yeah. That's from December. Okay. That tweet. So we need a new one. Yeah. It, With the meal. I mean. Okay. Six I mean the re- mm, That that was the one I was looking at. Mm-hmm. Bionic. What was it? Higher power. Yeah. And I don't know if that's been fixed yet, but I mean, I don't know. I and 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 we're gonna wrap this up here, but. Yeah. I just feel like the next frontier for mobile processors is efficiency. And the reality is that no one is coming close to Apple. Yeah, Apple, because I, I think uh, we, we, we talked about this last time. Apple yeah. came, came from efficiency and they scaled mm-hmm. up. And I think uh, maybe other companies maybe came with a different approach. And uh, I just heard some other details about the M1 chip that it took Apple 10 years to develop with ARM a specific caching technique or caching method inside the SOC, which made the M1 now so efficient. 10 years, I, starting with the iPhone. They, they had I, a deal with ARM to develop a specific technology only for Apple. It's kind of like a proprietary partnership in a, in a way. I mean, dude, dude, like every, every, every time I hear this stuff, it just makes me want to be like, iPhone, peace. <laughs> like, like every time I hear this stuff, it just makes me want to leave Android because it, the, the, the future is efficiency. The future is, is lower power consumption, higher performance, and nothing is touching Apple. Which, which we, uh, we can wrap this up, but the thing I'm really excited about the, for 2021 is the M1X we're going to see with the MacBook Pro 16-inch mm-hmm. and what, what they can do with the iMac, iMac Pro, and especially the Mac Pro. You know, mm. it, the, the, what I learned recently after our last discussion was that with the architecture that the M1 has, it can scale up to like crazy number of cores like right, 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 more right, than 128 it's crazy i know i know i know I, we, we we literally should just do a whole episode about, the about the, one, yeah yeah and the what and, we and about 2021 actually you know what next episode we're gonna go with expectations versus what we want yeah. so what we're expecting versus what we think will will we'll end up actually getting yeah so 
we're going to wrap this up. Uh, Twitter, podcasts, channels, all that stuff in the description. And um, let us guys know in the comments below what's uh, your impression about the uh, Mi 11 and also the Snapdragon 888. And are you excited about the Quick Charge 5? Oh, yeah. No. Okay. (laughs) All right, guys. Okay. Peace. Yeah. Peace. See ya. Okay. Stop recording.